Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Well, hi there, and welcome. This is Study Verse by Verse with our teacher and pastor, Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands, right here in San Bruno. You can find out all about us at our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Well, today we have our final look at a message that Pastor Leighton has simply entitled, Saints. It's here in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 that Paul labels us as such, Just exactly what that label is, what it looks like, and how we wear it is the subject of our time together today as we close the week out again here in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Won't you join us and be encouraged to live out the badge that you claim, the badge of saint, the badge of Christian. Here's Pastor Layton with today's program that we could have a personal relationship with the God who created everything was beyond mankind's ability to fathom until Jesus Christ revealed that possibility. And so Paul addresses God as Father. And truly, we should not take that for granted, that we can address the creator of the universe as our Father, that he wants to be our perfect heavenly Father that he wants to provide for our every need as a perfect heavenly father would in time and eternity. I'd like to clarify with regards to grace, because many of us have been taught, and, and it's true, that grace is what's available to take away our sin when we sin. It is forgiveness, and it is cleansing. But there is another aspect to grace that we don't give reference to quite so often as we should, and that is that grace not only shows up to uh, forgive us and cleanse us after we have sinned, but grace shows up before we sin to empower us to choose not to sin. Our sin, uh, the fact that it's covered by God's grace, should never be considered a license to sin. In fact, that's what Paul writes in the book of Romans. In chapter 5 of the book of Romans, he talks about the grace of God. And lest it be misunderstood that the grace of God is a license to sin, he talks about sin in chapter 6. And Paul writes, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer the parts of your body to him as instruments of righteousness. For sin shall not be your master, because you are not under law but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone to obey him as slaves, you are slaves to the one whom you obey? And so Paul very clearly says, yes, we are under grace, but that grace is not a license to sin. And furthermore, because of the Holy Spirit 
we are empowered to choose not to sin, and that is part of grace as well. So saints are those who have called on the name of Christ Jesus, and we have been called to be saints, we've been called to be holy, and holiness means to live a life that is modeled after the life of Christ. Christ lived a life of obedience, and so should we. So we should choose to quit sinning and and to start obeying. In fact, Hebrews 12.14 says, Make every effort to be holy. There's an effort involved in trying to live a holy life. It says, Make every effort to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. And so there's positions, if you will, of holiness. There's the positional holiness, that is, the position that we have in Christ. We have been made holy, not by anything that we've thought or said or done or any effort on our own part, but because of what God has done in Christ. So positionally, we've been made holy. But there's also a matter of practical holiness, where we have been called to be holy. We've been called to live a life that is holy. It is not our holiness that saves us, but we are called to live a life of holiness. The fact of the matter is that there are some who are Christians, but they really don't want to live a life of holiness. They won't get into small groups or into ministry or into membership or into counseling because if they did, they would be found out and they don't want to be found out. Because they've got a little secret sin in their life that they're rather fond of and they don't want to get rid of it. They want to live in both worlds. I had uh, somebody call me a while back and said, Pastor, uh, I think there's a member of our congregation that's in sin. I was wondering what your thoughts were if I were to hire a private eye. And I said, well, let's look at that. Do you believe that God is all-powerful? Yes. Then do you believe that God has the ability to reveal sin? Yes. Well, if God has the ability to reveal sin, then he can reveal sin whenever he wants. Can he not? Yes. Well, then wouldn't it be appropriate to let him, God, choose whether or not he wants that sin revealed? Sometimes we are called to be involved in each other's lives. That's part of what this is written about in 1 Corinthians, what we're going to look at in the weeks to come. But when it comes to meddling in other people's lives, that's where we need the guidance of the Holy Spirit. I had a situation where I became aware of a brother that was in sin. And uh, so I, I, I anticipated, the Bible said I needed to talk to them about it. But when I prayed, I didn't have a release inside of me to go and talk with this brother. And I prayed every day. And I, there was something in the Spirit that was blocking me from talking with him. And this didn't go on for just a few days. This went on for weeks. In fact, it went on for a few months. And I began to get worried that I maybe was tuned into the wrong channel or something like that. Because I thought the scriptures were clear. I needed to talk with my brother. But there was something stopping me as, uh, from doing that in the Spirit. And then all of a sudden, one day, I got the release. So I got on the phone, made arrangements, sat down with the brother and said, Listen, you're living in sin. You've got to make a choice. It's need to be this way or that way. Which way is it going to be? Well, praise the Lord, that brother chose to set aside that sin and pursue God and continue in fellowship. And that brother came back to me several months later 
and said to me, I just want to say thank you, Pastor, for your sensitivity to the leading of the Holy Spirit. He said, if you would have talked with me even a couple of days before you did, I would not have received what you had to say. I would have chosen the other way. I would have turned my back on God. I would have turned my back on the church. And I would have walked away from it all. I want to thank you for being sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so we allow God to reveal things to us. And when God does, then we depend on God's Holy Spirit to lead us as to what to say, when to say it, where to say it, how to say it, and so forth. Now, sometimes people will choose to not turn their back on sin. I know that there are some people that are now attending another church. And the reason they're attending another church is because they were attending here. They were carrying on in sin. The sin was discovered, and they chose to not repent of the sin. They chose rather to go to another church where their sin is not known, and they can look like Christians and act like Christians and sound like Christians and carry on in their sin. The reality is that we have to pick one way or the other. Because there is a battle that goes on between what's right and what's wrong, between the the spirit and the flesh. Galatians 5 says, So I say, live by the spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other. With innocence, a struggle, a conflict between the flesh and the spirit. And they are at war. And some of us are trying to feed both armies and prolong the war. But war always leaves destruction. And the longer the war continues, the greater the destruction. So I encourage you, if you're dealing with those kinds of struggles, to choose a side. I want to invite you to close your eyes and bow your head. When we read through the scriptures, it is confrontational because it's not just a matter of us learning facts and dates and names. It's a matter of life and living and pleasing God. So I need to ask you this question today. This is between you and God. How's your holiness? Your personal holiness? Are you growing? Are you changing? You know, when something grows, it changes. Are you the same that you were a month ago, a year ago? Is there no change? Is there no growth? God intends things to grow. God intends people to grow. Are you growing? Are you hating sin? Are you loving Jesus? Are you seeing righteousness grow in you? Are there changes in your life? Is sin dying? Do you desire to be holy, to live for Jesus, and like Jesus? Lord, we are challenged by your scriptures this morning. 
And Lord, we don't have strength within ourselves to change. We can't change ourselves. But you can change us. And you will change us if we invite you to do so. And so, Lord, this morning we do desire change and growth in you. Transform us, we pray, by the work of your word and your spirit. And help us to bring honor and glory to you in all that we think, say, and do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. That will conclude our time today and this week's worth of broadcasting here on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. We invite you to join us for worship. If you are not currently involved in a fellowship near you, consider a visit with us here at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. At our website, highlands.us, you'll find all the information you need to join us this Lord's Day. And you'll learn a bit more about us here at Study Verse by Verse as well. Again, that's highlands.us, highlands.us. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here Monday when Pastor Leighton Sheely takes us back to 1 Corinthians on Study Verse by Verse.